I don't want this. I don't want her. These were words that I said to my therapist as I sat on the couch looking across at my therapist and talking about my relationship, not with my affair partner, but with my wife. You see, it was a period of time that I was in therapy before my wife left. And during this time, I wasn't willing to put in the work. And so when we roll the tape back, we have affair after affair after affair. And then finally, this one affair where I'm like, this is the one. Like, this is the one that this is going to be the person that's going to save me. The person that's going to fix me. The person that's going to make life seem amazing. And I was believing this alternate version of reality. I was believing this fantasy that I concocted about how we didn't argue, about how we didn't have like bad times, how we, how we made up, how we worked through all this good stuff. There was, there was this great relationship that I had with the affair partner. And so as I sat in the therapy office, I mentioned to the therapist, I was like, I don't want my wife. Like, I don't want this. I don't have a connection to her. I don't, I don't have this love. I don't have these feelings for her anymore. So like, they must just be dead. Like, I'd rather go be with this other person because this other person like gets me. I didn't realize that everything that I was struggling with right then was trying to justify my own hurt, my own pain. Because of the pain that I caused, because of the pain that I was in. And all this was doing is leading me down to a pit of frustration, of despair, a place that I didn't want to go. But I keep telling myself, oh, this is the right person. This is the direction I want to go. In reality, I was going this direction because I was also a coward. Like, I didn't want to be honest with my wife. I didn't want to be truthful to her that I didn't care about her anymore, that I didn't love her. I didn't want to actually speak those words and have it come into existence that that might be my reality. Instead, I wanted to tell her that I loved her and I wanted someone else. It didn't logically make sense, but it was the story I was telling myself. I found myself spiraling out more and more and more. Getting to a place where I was frustrated and I was looking at it from like an obligation standpoint. I was like, well, I guess I have to try with my wife because we're married. I guess that's what I have to do because of my religion. I guess that's what I have to do because of my parents. I guess that's what I have to do because that's what is expected of me. But I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't know how to change my mindset. And so there's a piece that I kept being unhappy. I kept spiraling out. I kept thinking maybe I'm just cursed and I'll just keep cheating for the rest of my life. And the spiral continued more and more and more. This feeling of guilt that I'd suppress and put down, the feeling of shame telling me how bad of a person I actually was. Like I didn't want to acknowledge it. So I'd lash out on my wife. I'd make her feel awful. I'd make her feel like she was inadequate so that I could feel better about myself, so that I didn't have to feel the guilt and shame that I'd yell and scream at her so that maybe I could take that out on someone else. Maybe I wouldn't have to feel what a piece of shit I was to someone else if I made them feel that way. And so I do this over and over and over to try to feel better about myself, to try to get my wife to leave on her own, to try to justify what I was doing, to try to go be with the other person that was supposedly going to fix me. And I got to the place where I couldn't figure out how do I actually change this? Like, how do I change my mindset? Like, therapy wasn't doing it. I wasn't figuring it out. 
and reached out trying to get accountability from guys in college, in churches, different mentors that I had. None of them stuck around. Like I tried to get help, be like, hey, I don't know how to fix this. Like I reached out to pastors being like, I don't know how to fix what's going on. They didn't know what to do. Certain ones just tried to kick me out of their churches instead of actually helping me and figuring it out. I didn't know how to fix the mindset of what was going on. I wasn't willing to be able to see a different version of reality and I couldn't figure out how to even see that. And I just knew, hey, I don't want my wife, so how do I even change this? When we fast forward to just this past Christmas, life is 100% different. We had an amazing morning, sitting down, opening up presents, interacting with grandparents, daughter being super excited about her presents. And then as we're cleaning up after Christmas breakfast and then Christmas lunch, my wife and I are in the kitchen just for a couple of moments and we just share this moment together. And in this moment that we interact, there's like this brief second where she like looks at me, she kind of stops and she's like, you know what? Like out of everything that's happened this year, like the hardships, the busyness, the struggle with infertility, with her second child, like all the things that have gone on this past year, she was like, this has been the best year ever. Like this has been our best year. And in that moment, I realized this is what I've been fighting for. Like, this is what I've been trying for such a long period of time to like break the mold of like, how do I actually figure this out? How do I actually change my life? How do I actually change what's going on in here to this? To having a moment where we're like connected. To having a committed relationship where we're connected on a physical level, on an emotional intimacy level, on a level of vulnerability and connection that we've never been connected with before. And years ago, if you told me that we'd actually be here today, I'd be like, you're ridiculous. Like we're heading for divorce. We're not heading for actually us working this out. But the key thing that changed was my mindset. The key thing that changed was the story that I was telling myself. Because remember, I said that I was stuck. I was felt like obligated. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't have the heart. I don't have the feelings. And I started to realize that there was this disconnect. There was this logic piece of like, okay, I should actually try and like try to work on this relationship with my wife because I actually never have. And then there's an emotional piece of like, I don't want to. I just want what I want. I just want to go the direction I want. And the logic and the emotion were like so disconnected. I couldn't figure out how do I actually bring those together? How do I actually work on those? And it came down to a simple, simple statement. Change your story to change your life. I didn't know what that meant when I first got introduced to that. When I first had someone walk me through the concept that I was a liar and that in order to be able to move forward in the healing process, I'd actually start to view the world through truth. Not just my version of it, because I distorted that like crazy. Like I told myself lies, I believed different stories to justify what I was doing to make myself feel better. But when I had someone actually say, hey, if you want to be a man, you have to stop lying. And showing up this way meant I had to actually show up in a positive way to be able to change my mindset. I had to go back and I had to change the story that I was believing. Like I had to change the perspective from the inside out. I didn't know how to do this. I was like, how in the world is this supposed to happen? What is this version of this that actually happens? 
I call it now oftentimes rewiring in a lot of videos. Because it's literally the process of being able to pull out your thoughts, rewire them back to reality and put them back in. We use this all the time inside of helping victims of traumatic abuse, victims of toxic narcissistic abuse, people that have been cheated on to help them actually ground them and get back to the story they believe because there's a disconnect. There's disconnect between the head and between the heart, between the emotions and between the logic. There's this disconnect and you're like, hey, I know that I need to change this. I know that I need to change the story that I believe about him because he's not actually loving. He's not actually kind. But then your heart starts beating. You're like, but I still love him. But I'm still connected to him, but he he still means so much to me. Like, I don't know what I'd do without him. And there's this disconnect happening between your head and between your heart. And you're like, I don't know how to do this. I didn't know how to do it either. And I was at a place where I was completely lost and alone. No one else had the keys. No one else had the tools until I stumbled across the tools to rewire my mindset. A lot of times I'll refer to it as stacking because that is the mental process and that's the tool that I use on a day-to-day basis to help change the mindset, the thought process. I've done over 1,700 of these at the time of this recording. And what it's done is it's actually liberated me from limiting beliefs. It's helped me eradicate shame in my life. It's worked through the guilt. It's worked through limiting mindsets, limiting limiting things that have left me stuck and sedated for such a long period of time to get to the place of saying, what is actually true? Well, if I change the story of what I'm believing, I can actually change the trajectory of my life. You can actually change the direction of your life if you're willing to change the story that you're believing because some of your stories are based on fiction and fantasy. They're based on him telling you what you should believe. They're based on him defining your worth and your value. They're based on the toxic, narcissistic, abusive asshole in your life telling you that you don't worth that you're not worth anything, that you're not value, that you don't matter. And the hard part is when you believe this over a period of time, you start to believe it and you start to go this direction, defining your worth, defining your value from him. Do you see how this is so important to change the mindset? Because if you don't change the story you're believing, you will continue to spiral out. You will continue to cycle back. And you will continue this downward spiral into not being the person you're actually called to be and limiting yourself more than you can ever imagine. If this resonates with you today, I want you to reach out for help. Go to rawmotivations.com slash breakthrough to be able to see how I actually help women go from trapped to freedom by rewiring their mindset, by changing what's going on without having to confront the narcissist, without having to worry about changing him or fixing him, but you actually focusing on you and your growth, your empowerment, you developing into the woman that you're called to be. If I can help you with this, go from trap to freedom, please reach out. Go to rawmotivations.com slash breakthrough today.